Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 236. Tonight, Matt and Doug get together and talk about mixing and mastering on headphones. They discuss their opinions and perspectives on using headphones in the studio, headphones they'd be interested in buying, and how they currently use headphones in their own production work. Enjoy the show. Check it a check, check. Hey, Doug. Hey, what's up? Hey, it looks like you uh, you <laughs> you have a new profile picture. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. Yeah, it was like a last minute. Oh, I need to get this up because Matt's got a new profile picture from a couple weeks ago. And... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I think oh. I should make mine black and white, though. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't like that mine was so small, so I replaced it. And I couldn't find the big original of this one. Anyway, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Oh, happy Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I was up at uh, about quarter till six. I was in the studio by 630. Got a master out the door. I mean, nice. it's uh, feeling really, really motivated and productive. Wow. Cool. Yeah. I got, uh, I have a EP to finish it that's almost done and I have a song to do notes on. So. Oh, cool. I'll be in studio as well today. Um, on my, on my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny headphones. I've been shopping headphones. Oh, have you just, just to see what's out there. I know there's a lot of new technology, the, um, and I don't have like the model numbers in my head right now, but like the slate, it's hard to keep up. Yeah. You know, let's talk about the slate headphones for a minute. Cause they're interesting, and there's some things about them that, for me, I just question. And I think I'm probably going to can say, like, right off the bat that. Oh, wow. Those are, like, almost $500? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a headphone lover, okay? Mm, yeah. So let me just kind of preface this episode with that. Not that I don't like headphones for kind of particular things but but let's take the slate headphones for example they've got the ability to to add in different impulse responses of different rooms oh right in the headphone interesting in the headphones okay so i don't know what exactly what that means that uh, you know maybe that's like i want to load in uh the blackbird recording studio into my headphones okay okay and so for me I actually sent out a question to Stephen Slate and did not get a response. Can I load an IR of my own studio into my headphones? Because oh, interesting. that makes a lot more sense to me than what context do I have of working at Blackbird? And how do <laughs> I how do I take what I'm hearing in my headphones and then compare it to what I'm hearing in open air on my monitors, you know what well, I mean? Okay. So I have a easy, I have a quick thought on that, which is that probably most people who are mixing and or mastering in their headphones are doing so because they have a less than perfect um, room or sonic environment to work in. Uh, otherwise they'd be working in that without headphones. And so rather than have their own IR of their own imperfect room, 
they would rather put a IR of a well-tuned, well-seasoned um, studio in, yeah. to as a as a baseline. So okay, that makes sense, and it's not in context of me and how I would want to use them because I would want to hear things in the headphones that were represent representative of what I hear in the open air. Yeah. So that I can go between and see how translation into headphones was working. And I'll tell you, 99.9% of the time, if it sounds good in my system and on my monitors, open, you know, these loudspeakers, it's going to sound great in headphones. Mm. I have no reason to go to headphones other than. Well, for me, like, like trying to find artifacts and clicks where I can, I use closed back headphones and so I can isolate and I tend to be able to focus and it, maybe it's just because I've, I've got something over my ears, you know, I don't know, it, maybe it's more psychological or um, psychoacoustic or something, but maybe, but I like Doing artifact searching and de-clicking, listening for what I think might be phase problems and and things like that that are related to repair and preparation. And then after that, I take them off and I don't pick them up again. Yeah, that's what that they're really good for that. And that's why I mean I do I do probably the lion's share of my mixing and mastering in headphones because so much of it to me is critical listening. It's about listening for those. I do a lot of uh, voice editing too. So, you know, listening for all those mouth clicks and pops and all that fine tuned stuff and, you know, places where the guitar, you know, where the, (laughs) it was either plugged in or, um, you know, it makes a pop or, uh, or somebody cut off the, they, they, they cut off the track too soon or, or did a bad edit so that there's a click there. All that stuff, you can hear better in headphones. And, and again, yeah, you're right. I don't know if it's just because it's isolated with that because I use over ears or, or because your your brain plays, you know, does all that psychoacoustic stuff where it kind of allows for imperfections when you're listening out loud and you're focused more on the the groove and the vibe than you are on the fine tune. But yeah, I honestly think it's a focus thing and my own mental focus thing because I can hear all that stuff on my system anyway mm-hmm. in open air. So it's not like I could certainly do it on my loudspeakers, but it, I don't know. I just kind of get the cans on and I feel like I'm really like tuned in. Yeah. Dialed I in. Guess, yeah. For that kind of thing. I guess I will say that like for VO work, spoken word, mm-hmm. audiobook, those type of things when I'm working on that type of track, I prefer headphones. Yeah. Over loudspeakers. Yeah. I think I'll, especially voice in particular because yeah. it's just podcast. Voice. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm always working in my headphones for the, this podcast. I prefer it. There's no reason to uh, run that stuff through my loudspeakers. No, that would be kind of silly. Maybe. <laughs> I, although I, 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 I do take my zoom meetings over my loudspeakers. I mean, can you imagine, do you think anybody listens to our podcast on their hi-fi system? 
I don't know. I did hear, you know, maybe car guests, stereo. One of our guests did say that it's the best sounding podcast you'd ever heard. But yeah, maybe car stereo. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Definitely listen to podcasts on the road or whatever. I usually listen when I'm walking or doing dishes. So that's Jeff definitely yeah, this, earbud it's, time. Yeah. It's, it's not like sitting down and playing an LP and it's the, uh, you know, it, your activity is all about the listening for me, podcasts and, and news and, and things like that. That's like while I'm doing other activities, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of a podcast is that you can do it while you're doing something else. Um, I mean, you can listen to it while, I mean, while, while you're doing something else, but you're, you're not looking for, you know, high fidelity when the podcast, you're just looking for clarity. You want to be able to hear everything. Right. Yep. I can, I'm, I'm not going to name it, but there's a, there's a, a very popular, long-running, well-known audio podcast and blog and stuff that I, I can't listen to because the guy talks so softly that I can never understand what he's saying. <laughs> um, he's got good stuff, but I read his blog because I can't, I can't listen to his podcast. Anyway. Yeah, but um, anyway, so I've been looking around, and yeah, the price ranges on here's my other point of contention is that if you want to go get a set of headphones that are quote mastering headphones, you're going to spend three grand and up on that set. And I'm like, you know, well, that's a really nice set of main loudspeakers. I was going to say, you could really trick out a, a, even a moderate home studio for three grand. I mean, you could, you could start getting into barefoot in that range, you know, with, with their uh, footprint. Oh one, I'm not sure how much their O two series is, but somewhere in that neighborhood, I don't even know what that is, you know, <laughs> really. Oh, the barefoot sound loudspeakers. So those are clearly, I've never priced anything yeah. at that level. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've no uh, the higher end Adams. I mean, there's, there's a ton. Yeah. The Focals. Sure, sure. Adam and Focal, I do know. You know, so you could definitely do that. And so when I look at that stuff, I I think to myself, there's no reason whatsoever. I've yeah, got well, a- when you get to stuff like that, it's like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm already like side-eyeing $300 microphone, I mean, uh, headphones. And I'm if you talk about $3,000, it's like, is it really going to be 10 times the value? I highly doubt it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, you know. And like the Audis headphones, which look beautiful. And obviously there's been lots of promo on YouTube about those from all the, all the engineers, you know, and which I'm sure are weighted through promotion in some way or another. Sure. But um, I never really trust that. But I use a pair of Audio-Technica what are they, the uh, the AX50s or something like that? Hmm. And yeah, those are supposed to be good. Yeah, it's a $150 pair of headphones. Yeah, and I used my, my trusty Sony 70 uh, 506, which are kind of a, a long-running broadcast standard, and they're good. And I think the most important thing is that they're decent quality, they're full range, and you know them well. It's, yeah. it's more important that you know what music is supposed to sound like in them because they're all going to be a little different. Even if they, even if the specs are kind of the same, even if they're, you know, they have 
what do you call it, you know, large drivers and they go from 50 to 20K or, or if, whatever. If the specs yeah. are the same, they're still going to have a little bit of a different um, profile as evidenced by when I was looking, when I was um, test driving that, uh, what's that system that um, those DSP, it comes with a microphone. Um, what, Sonarworks? Yeah, the Sonar. When I was test driving the Sonarworks, it has all these profiles of all the different likely uh, headphones that you'd be using, all the standard ones. And each one has a different EQ curve, which basically tells you that even if the specs are the same, they are, they're all going to sound a little different and you got to, you got to uh, allow for that in your listening yeah. environment. Now they do have one thing I was thought was real interesting. If you search around for the higher end micro or headphones, they've got like a planar magnetic style driver in them mm-hmm. as opposed to a, you know, like a cone style driver. Okay. And the planar that's like, that's like your flat surface uh, loudspeaker, if you've ever seen the real thin membranes, which are high-end audiophile level speakers. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. sound fantastic. And they reproduce frequency, you know, have a great frequency response, you know, like 20 or even a little below hertz up to like 40K hertz for headphones. Mm-hmm. That's intriguing to me. I'd like to hear what those sound like. Right. Because potentially if those are really able to reproduce as their specifications are saying, that's approaching open air levels of audio reproduction. Right. So, but I still think that there would be the difference in the way you hear and perceive because of the open air and the way that the sound from loudspeakers approaches you and oh yeah yeah interacts well, with your ears and everything you know to me that's the big thing i mean like i said i do the the lion's share of my work on in headphones because i a i know them so well i've been doing it for over a decade because i pre- i previously had huge limitations on where i could do my work and uh there's nothing wrong with that but you have to know them well and I wanted the the caveat is that when you're working in headphones, you have to do two things. One is you have to use reference material. So like you have to listen to your, your favorite music or reference music so that you know what you're comparing it to. And you're not just having the sound be your headphone sound. The other thing is that once I'm done with all my critical listening and fine tune work, then I take it to other sources, particularly my, my mains, my, you know, my near fields. And listen to what it sounds like in the air because it's going to be a completely different stereo image. It's going to probably be a different, um, you know, the crossover is different. It's going to sound different in the open air. So do you do you make your final adjustments based on open air? I, yeah, I I mean I do I I go back and forth. Yeah. So what I do is I start in headphones and then I move to open air and then I get a feel for the music and I get a feel for how it really sounds out loud in the real world. Um, and then from there, I take it to other sources like earbuds and, you know, I run through Alexa and play it on the phone without anything in my pocket or whatever, walking around right. and see how it sounds. Because well-mixed and master music, you know, I can listen to it just straight through my phone speaker and it should sound pretty good or at least clear. So do you think that on your phone, just the phone speakers is like, that to me is 
it's like the NS10 check. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> if your mix falls apart, it's going to fall apart there. Yeah. <laughs> Very obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I feel like the big, the big thing to me is beyond the, beyond the coloration of different brands. And that's kind of like a, a topic that you had started with. Um, is is the fact that you get a just a completely different like a basically an artificial stereo representation in headphones because you have one speaker in each ear and your brain is kind of making up the 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 blend instead of the blend being physical whereas in open air in speakers you're probably not really getting a true stereo image it's blending to the point where it's probably more um mono kind of like the leave the room and listen through the open door check you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i don't know i i don't get stereo image in in my headphones the way that i do in open air yeah and i mean it's very it's very detailed and i can close my eyes and there are definitive positions of music in space Sure. And to be able to distinctly hear one part that has a little bit of panning or whatever and and hear that weight more on the left than the right and to and to have a physical point in space where that's coming from to me, I don't get that in headphones. Interesting. You can if you have high quality headphones. Now yeah. let's let let's make sure we Caveat that you have a, a a a mastering room with very high end main monitors and it's it's finely tuned and it's not a listening environment that most people who listen to music have. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. But I think that's yeah. I don't know. You know, I need that. Well, sure, <laughs> for what you do, <laughs> but you're not sitting there listening to. Steely Dan. I mean, I do. Your chair. <laughs> I mean, I do do that. And, yeah. And I enjoy doing that. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's, uh, that's my process for part of the tuning process when I'm, yeah. you know, when I'm recalibrating and stuff is uh, part of my reference tracks. And, and I go through those things that everybody else does or, or should, if you're not. Right. I'm sure we have a podcast on that. And so. Oh yeah, calibration and setting up studio monitors and yeah, but I don't know reference if we did tracks one on, and just on reference tracks that might be an interesting one. How yeah. do you, how to really use a reference track? I'm not even sure I'd be able <laughs> to explain that. You know, it's just yeah. but, <laughs> well, it might be worth trying because I feel like I just we, always we trust. Both, we both might learn something in the process. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I make my final decisions on reference tracks. I do everything up to that point with calibration and everything but calibration never trumps my reference tracks mm-hmm. and and so but calibration gets me very close all the every time and then it's just a matter of tweaking based on because i know that music and and i listen to it so much that i know what i expect to hear are you talking about room tuning or are you talking about uh, master adjustments oh no not master adjustments on on client work, I'm talking about like room tuning and and calibration of the uh, of DSP and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, so headphones 
play a utilitarian role for me and mm. a an enjoyment role for me outside of the studio. I like headphones. I like my earbuds. Right. And and I enjoy um, listening that way at different times. And I also like to listen for enjoyment on open air loudspeakers as well. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of a matter of what's going on, what I'm doing, or I think more often than not, if I'm in the air uh, in like the AirPods or something, it's because I'm doing other stuff and and the music's yeah. in the background. But yeah, I probably listen to music and podcasts and stuff more on my my wireless earbuds than anything else just because that's that's when i'm walking around or doing the dishes or i stopped wearing them uh doing yard work because i lost one in some plants and oh, did never you? found it and <laughs> if you lose one <laughs> yeah well you can't get a replacement for one yeah and then i had to buy a I was so mad. I'm like texting my neighbor. Do you have a metal detector? <laughs> now does find my my AirPod work? Well, they're not Apple AirPods. Oh, okay. Because I think if you drop one, I think you can actually find it with your iPhone. Yeah, I would be surprised that that's that's probably true. But like, it'll get you within like you know, like like I don't know. Five or six feet of its location, or something like that. Oh well, I kind of knew where it where it dropped, but I was unable to locate it after a ridiculous amount of searching. That was a. <laughs> <laughs> it went into some plants, and there's some dead leaves and mulch. And anyway, that was a whole. That was a very frustrating day. Um, and there's a bug down there with dark glasses <laughs> on and a, uh, right. and a and a cigar. <laughs> totally. <laughs> jamming out to tool. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what I would do if I was shopping for new headphones right now. I got to be honest with you. Cause I mean, I see what's out there. I know what people like and people are kind of, uh, attached to the ones that they have. And I do know that they sound different, but how do you, how do you mail order headphones without knowing what they're going to sound like and whether you're going to like them? The last pair I bought, uh, I didn't really like that much. Yeah. And they sit here as a, as a spare pair, but I'm going to buy another pair of the ones that I own um, very shortly here because I need another pair. Um, but yeah. I can't see myself buying another pair of headphones unless these uh, these Audio Technicas just die for some reason. Yeah. And I don't know that I would go expensive again. So it would be, I guess if I won the lottery... Mm-hmm. And I had three grand that I didn't know what to do with. And I go, you know, I'm going to get those, uh, those Audis planers, you know? <laughs> so, and uh, I, you know, I don't even know if I'd like those or not, but. Uh, well, that's, that's my thing. It's like, how can you spend that much money without even knowing what they're going to sound like or whether you like them or not? Yeah. Like I can't, even if, even if it's your livelihood. So it's our, it, it is for us, but even if it's your livelihood, I can't see spending more than 300 and I'm, I'd be reticent to spend more than 150 because you're going to do a lot of your work in it, but you have to check it everywhere else anyway. Yeah. So it's not like you have to get them perfect in whatever headphones you're wearing because that's not what anybody else is going to hear your music on. So yeah, that's I think you know you got to consider you got to consider the the producers that are 
There's a lot of a lot of people in apartments. There's a lot of people in areas they they can't use loudspeakers. Right. That's and what it's my, it's not because their room isn't tuned or whatever. It's that their neighbors, right, aren't gonna dig it. You know, and or they're so, working late at night. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, that was this is all why why I started using headphones. But even so, you have to eventually you have to take it out into the other world and and listen to it on earbuds on your Alexa on your phone on your car. And, uh, yeah, the headphones are only going to get you 80% of the way there in any event, I yeah. think. Yeah. And that's, a, I guess, with the, the loudspeakers and the room setup and tuning and everything that I have, I haven't had to do that in a long time because I, I know, not that I don't, I still, like, do a quick audition in my, um, I like to do auditions in my AirPods. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they produce bass pretty well. Yeah, and uh, they're okay. And uh, um, and I have noise canceling on oh, those, okay. and so I can shut the outside world off and and then audition on those. So I do like to do that because, and I've gotten to know them pretty well. So, and a lot of people listen on AirPods or some type of right. earbud like that, and I think that's a good test just to double check because it's the absolute opposite end of the spectrum from my loudspeakers, you know, and yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get more small speakers than that. <laughs> yeah. And if it translates and sounds well there, it does everywhere in between too, and, you know, including cars and right and stuff. And so, yeah, so I, I really go from, from my final render into a quick check on AirPods and uh, just make sure I haven't, uh, done something weird and then i ship it yeah i mean i think you have to because like you said that's i think that's where most people listen to music now yeah it was on earbuds every time i ask somebody which is the irony you know you (laughs) you have to do you have to go big to go small yeah but it's it's neat that you can take a large set of you know and do your work on a large set of, of loudspeakers I always think it's so neat that it translates. Yeah, if you do it right. (laughs) Yeah. That's the deal. And that's just good practices and and having good processes and uh, and your tools. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention, since we're on the topic of headphones, uh, an upgrade I did this week to my setup that was surprising, uh, to me anyway. I think I was, I must have been, I, I can't even remember what the source was. I must have been reading the manual for my my interface or something because my my desk setup is such that I need to use an extension for my headphones um, so that I doesn't you know my cord doesn't drape across my keyboard and all that stuff anyway um, I had been using with because my headphones have you know the they're an eighth inch plug but they come with a quarter inch adapter right. my interface has a quarter inch in. And I'd been using an adapter and an eighth-inch extension cord. And I read something somewhere or saw something somewhere about um, getting a better signal if you use a quarter-inch extension cord native. And I bought one, and my my signal is so much better. And Are you kidding? The clarity You're serious? I wouldn't have believed it. That's crazy. I wouldn't have believed it either until I did it this week. I was like, well, you know. 
Let me just try it. I guess it makes sense because I t- I went to that effort on speaker cables and things like that as well. Right. If and, it makes sense on a speaker, why wouldn't it make sense on headphones? But it never yeah. occurred to me. And in in measuring it, it's very negligible as far as you know with a calibrated microphone measurement. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, headphones may be entirely different, but there was some difference. I had more. I have had more of a difference in isolation. Uh, you know, so like uh, isolation feet or monitor isolation oh, pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had more of a difference in that type of change in the studio than I ever have in any cabling. Yeah, I definitely recommend recommend isolation pads for for your near fields, if not your yeah. far fields as well, so that they're not coupled to the stand or the floor, and they can you know vibrate independently. Yeah, that, that is that is important. But the it's cable worth the extra how much the cables were negligible. There was a measurable difference. But I, I don't know if it's perceived or what, but I thought there was an audible difference too. And a lot of people would be like, that's BS, shut up. You know, but, uh, <laughs> um, but I, maybe they just couldn't hear it. Maybe. And, you know, it might depend on the system. It might depend on what cable you started with and what cable you went to. And uh, there's yeah, certainly yeah. much more expensive cables than what I'm using. But, uh, but that type of thing is always interesting to me. And that's, I guess that's kind of a can, especially with, with headphones, is that the once you get into a certain price range, let's say you're, is there such a big difference in in one set of headphones at three hundred dollars to another brand of headphones at three hundred dollars um, that are both of the same type, like closed back or open back, right? Or, or both? I'm guessing probably not. As drivers. long as it's a reputable company, as long as it's like you know Audio Technica or Sennheiser or Sony, there's probably not that much difference. Yeah. But then it becomes a matter of taste because some just tend to be a little more, you know, a little more bass heavy or a little more high end. You know, there's a little coloration, like I said. And uh, even though they say flat response, they're never completely flat. Yeah. Because theoretically, flat is what you want for this. Yeah, this is flat, but you'll never be able to measure it. So, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> they do have that funky looking uh, head thing with ears on it. That that's a microphone that oh, you can yeah. you can set your headphones on, and it'll actually measure your headphones. That is I think weird. it's very expensive, but but you can actually uh, tune headphones that way. So yeah. if you were wanted, you could run REW that way and use that as your calibration source. And then set up your own DSP for your headphones that way. Yeah, and there's plugins that do that, um, like uh, Waves has NX or whatever. And again, to me, that that seems a little backwards because then you're going to be listening to music in a, through something that's unfamiliar to you. I think you're better off using well-known reference tracks, stuff that you like, music that you know well, and then comparing things through those headphones. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, I mean, flat is is nice, but absolutely flat is strange. I'll bet it doesn't sound very good. (laughs) It really, it it doesn't. It sounds Um, like weird, like it's unpleasant. Like no, and you know, you throw and if you throw a reference track on on something that is like surgically flat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. It 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 has no. There's no life. Yeah. You know, you can play professionally recorded tracks, and and there's it's just strange. Now I'm not talking about big mid scoops or anything like that, you know, 
but there's a little bit of fluctuation in a good tune system, you know, and mm-hmm. and it's it's not necessarily perfect, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it does, you know, every every system and room reproduces a little bit differently. But you get into a controlled environment like headphones and they're they're in you know, like with the with the active technology like in slates and stuff like that what can they yeah. do they can probably emulate something very 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 analytically flat and i would i would venture to guess it's not that great sounding <laughs> i would certainly think that it's probably unnatural sounding yeah yeah to the point where it's not it's not even beneficial for doing your mixing yeah um because it doesn't relate to any sound that you are familiar with in your entire life you know right, what I mean? because isn't the point of everything that we do is to make things sound good yeah and so why would you want to compare it to something that doesn't <laughs> but that's not to say that you have so much deviation in your curve that it's colored right but it's just natural if you know what i mean yeah I don't know why I keep this this part of the conversation keeps making me thinking of uh, being in an an, an anechoic chamber. <laughs> See, yeah, <laughs> that would be weird. I'd like to go do that. Actually, there's uh, there's one up in um, the Museum of Science and Industry, I think, up in Chicago. I've heard that you can only spend so much time in there before it starts to make you feel crazy. I want to try to get. I want to hit that point. I want to see how long it takes. <laughs> I heard it's about ten minutes top. <laughs> Yeah, and turn the lights out and Oh yeah. No thank you. No light. <laughs> no light whatsoever. Absolute silence. How long can you take it? Have you seen altered states? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good movie. <laughs> and a water bath. Okay. And right, right, right. <laughs> sensory deprivation chamber. Everybody could use a little sensory deprivation, I think. I agree. I have wanted to try one of those, but not not necessarily an anechoic chamber, but I think we've gotten off topic <laughs> a little bit. Do they make anechoic headphones? Aren't noise-canceling headphones kind of that thing? I guess they are. Some of my AirPods are somewhat. Which, which I guess I've never really had. They're not perfect, but they do it. They do a really good job. I got to say that um, that noise cancellation technology in the AirPods works. So that's basically, it listens to the outside and it it does a phase cancellation of whatever input noise from the outside is, correct? Yeah. Is that the yeah, idea? Yeah, I think it's got an inside and an outside microphone and it does a comparison mm-hmm. between those two and then cancels out anything that matches from the outside. So it does a phase cancellation on them. Yeah. Seems right. So are you able to say which headphones you're leaning towards or are you still just in your initial looking around? Well, I got to, I was really looking at, at maybe upgrading on the Audio Technicas because I like them. Yeah. Uh, I like what I have. And I was looking for what they have a step up. They've got like the ATX 80s. I've got the, I don't remember what I said earlier, but I've got the ATX 50s. And, and some other models, but nothing that made me want to pull the trigger because the need is met. So that's right. I just thought it would be neat, you know, Hey, 
be cool to upgrade the headphones and and then you know you get into the shopping cart and stuff and it's like ah you know i don't need to upgrade my headphones so yeah you know it was more of a uh kind of an impulse feeling like i uh uh you know it's 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 one o'clock in the morning i feel like buying something you know you got that 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 gear lust that feeling like i i I need something i need a I need this, a package from Sweetwater. Yeah, this will make me feel long. better. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I need candy. <laughs> Just buying the candy would actually be cheaper. <laughs> the ones I keep looking at, just because they look so comfortable, are the the biodynamic ones, um, the DT770s. They do look th- very they comfortable. They've got that, that plush, <laughs> that plushness that just yeah. looks like, they would make my head happy. <laughs> I don't know if they if they would, but they kind of look like they would. They're not expensive. Hey, you know what I would probably buy if I was going to do it? It's the blue. Okay, I'm going to go look them up. Blue headphones, not the color, but the the company. Right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh yeah, there it is. And they're not. Let's see. Go to Sweetwater so I can get the model number. Okay. Yeah. They're like $400 set of headphones. Oh. The Ella premium planar magnetic ones. Okay. So that one, it's 10% the cost of the Audis. It uses the planar magnetic. I've heard um, one of our favorite producers talk about and use these and and he likes them very much. I know exactly who you mean. Yeah. And... uh <laughs> Um, so that would be the one if I, you know, and, and realistically, if I needed to get a set of headphones, that would, I would probably go there. So like the, the, yeah, the, the, blue I would be tempted Ella. to buy the blues just because they look so damn cool. They do. They look really like, cool. They have kind of a future, futuristic, but steampunk kind of You know, of if you're going to put it on your head, it should look cool. Yeah. <laughs> It'll make for better TikToks anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so that's of, the one. Uh, that's 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 this editor's choice. They got a Blade Runner look about them that I like a lot. Yeah. So Asia sound good. I don't know, but Blue makes good stuff. Asia is like forcing me to. <laughs> she she likes to come up and give hugs, and uh, so I just got a hug. Yeah, I've been I've been hearing Asia in the background without. Yeah, and and you really don't have a choice in the matter either. She's giving you a <laughs> hug whether you want her to. She's like 80 pounds now, so it's... Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a big hug. <laughs> Whoa. Don't hear her bark very much. Uh-oh. Somebody must Mail- be here. Mailman? Yeah, something. <laughs> so, yeah, there. Okay, I feel better now. I actually recommended something I think I would like. There you go. Whether or not it's a good recommendation, hey, you know, <laughs> by your own wrist, I haven't even heard the things. So, it, But they look cool. Hey, they, and the price is okay, and there is a... A well-known producer who uses them and and uh, and has endorsed them in the past. So there you have it. Is there a music store you can go to to just like listen to headphones? I mean, I remember doing that at well Sweetwater, uh, and you can send AES. them back. Well, yeah, they it's don't nice have to be able to listen to a bunch of stuff and try it if, out. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I mean, like if you, if you live near a store like Sweetwater or somewhere in that vicinity, you can certainly go in and try all that out. Although with COVID, I wonder how they're handling headphones. Well, that's and a stuff, good point. But, that's a good point to wipe everything down. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if 
I wonder if they even accept returns on them. Maybe they're a uh, no-return item now. Mm. So you have to ask your rep. Because they'd have to go through disinfecting and stuff. Yeah. Well, was I opinionated enough? I can go further. <laughs> no, I think that was good. I was just kind of curious what you were, where you were leaning. Um, yeah. Because, you know, to me, it's, it's, to me, it's, you know, specs, yeah. price ranges, and um, uh, kind of, you know, good brands. And then, you know, reaching out and finding what other people use that they like. Yeah. But then again, it's all personal taste. So. I think for me, uh, when, I, when I look at headphones, I, I kind of ask myself, would I enjoy listening to these just up on my home stereo? Yeah. What would be the enjoyment factor outside of the studio? Because I'm only going to use them in the studio a very small percentage of the time, and so it's hard to justify anything. But if I feel that I'm going to find enjoyment from these outside of the studio because you know you got good equipment why not use it for enjoyment too um then that makes more sense on spending the money on it if you know what i mean yeah yeah that that makes sense to me although sometimes people will listen to something like uh beats because it uh, because of it has extra coloration you know yeah and i yeah. wouldn't think that that's a good choice for mixing on because it i wouldn't the bass either. or hypes the high end or yeah, but people they people like them because they sound good because they have that color. Um, right, that's what I mean. Yeah, and uh, you know, some people like JBLs with their horn tweeters mm -hmm. because that high in emphasis. Right, and uh, you know, it, other people like uh, um, you know, what's a good example of uh, of a low scoop is um, kind of like a uh, like the NS10s and things uh, that are utilitarian. Mm -hmm, yeah. because they just happen to be truthful you know and right. uh yeah well that's why you listen on multiple sources when you get your when you get most of your stuff done or just save all that money and get one really good source and trust <laughs> it and trust it yeah because everything else i test on is stuff i didn't buy for the studio at all i just bought that's the stuff that i so my my airpods i didn't get those because of the studio i just happen right. to have them yeah. And, uh, you know, and so what do you got around? What, what do you like to listen to music on? Check your mixes and your masters on the stuff that you like to listen on. Cause you know, that you know it well, cause you listen on exactly. stuff on it all the time, you know? And because it's, you know, consumer level stuff that everybody else is going to have. As yeah. Well. That's it's where your music's going. Sounds good on that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, lucky you, if you end up getting played in an auditorium or, uh, uh, or the, <laughs> you know, Super Bowl broadcast or something like that. And, and you better have done a good job if you do. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, for the most part, you know, wired earbuds are where it's at. So, <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> and car stereos. And car stereos. Car stereos make it so that you have to do a good job. Yeah, yeah. Because earbuds, you can get, earbuds you can get away with a lot. Especially on the, anything, any low-end material. But car stereos, man, people got amps and subs and you're going to have to uh, show up and do the work for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I, ironically, the only one of our vehicles that has a subwoofer is our, is our old minivan, <laughs> uh -huh. but it doesn't have Bluetooth or even a CD player because it's that old. So I can't, 
really audition anything in there, unfortunately. <laughs> My wife's got a, a, a car stereo. It has a CD player that sounds amazing. And anything else sounds like trash. <laughs> and I don't That's know funny. whether, you know, when I listen to stuff on there, if it doesn't sound CD quality, then then it won't it won't sound good and i've often thought maybe that's a good testing environment you know if if a master i go out and play through like a bluetooth connection on my phone or something which you, uh-huh. you you're losing uh frequency response right there oh, anyway. sure. but if it sounds good on there that that would probably be a good car check yeah inevitably that's how i have to do it is with a, a bluetooth uh to my other car you anyway, do what you got to do. Yeah. So I think we covered headphones. I kind of feel bad because I was <laughs> so opinionated this morning. Was I bringing negative energy? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't, hear, I didn't get any negative I didn't energy. mean to if I did. <laughs> I didn't sense that at all. <laughs> it's my own inner animosity towards headphones, I guess. Interesting. Nope. Didn't sense that at all. They're a tool. They are a tool. <laughs> now I'm going to go listen to some tool. On my headphones. On uh, some tool <laughs> on your tool. Okay. That's right. <laughs> it's a tool day. It's a tool day. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Doug. Always a pleasure to chat with you. I kind of like this time to, Likewise. to record. Yeah, it works for me. I feel good. I have energy, everything. So, And we have the rest of the day ahead of us. We do. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Everybody. Well, have a good one. Enjoy the studio. Enjoy, enjoy your week. Enjoy. Oh, thank you your week and your weekend and uh i'll go get those mixes done yeah yeah (laughs) all right cheers all right see you cheers well that wraps up another episode of the indie music podcast please like and subscribe share with your friends or just leave us a review on itunes if you like what you've heard find our social links and episode guide at indiemusiccast.com until next time keep creating